it won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. The blame masters in the building here to let you know. I got the game on lock and I'm ready to flow. I'm blessed with health, wealth, and knowledge of self, yo. It's just a couple more things you need to know. I'm spiritually gifted, socially uplifted. How do you leave in here smarter than the clip that you kick it with? A certified baller that your bank can't check. Quit hacking me, homie. Oh, I'ma check your neck. The king of the soft blends and two-top drop. And I be on it every day, so the shit don't stop. Chop it up is the name of my show. Where I break it all down and tell you how it go. I keep the mic smoking when I talk my shit. So tune in every week for the game I spit. I said I keep the mic smoking when I talk my shit. So tune in every week for the game I spit. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Yeah, shoot, y'all coming up in the shop with with all these crazy demands and these badass kids. Man, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Sir, you don't look like this son of a gun on this picture, man. You don't look like him. And and and, and, and get that kid from around here. That kid sit up in my chair. He got he got iPads. He got a doggone phone. He got keys. He got a dog, and he's sleepy. And you, he don't need all that to get his hair cut. Let him sit there and get his hair cut. You know what I mean? And stay out the mirror, man. You know what you look like. You can't watch me cut it and get it cut at the same time. And no, you don't look like that. I cannot give you the the, the Jalen Rose Afro when you know you ain't even got no hair up there. And no, I'm not spray painting no hair on your forehead, man. I don't do the paint. No, I ain't spraying no foreheads. I ain't, I ain't putting no paint on your shit. That's what the young boys do. Them young barbers just come in there and they start a haircut and just spray paint the rest of the shit on there. Then, then they tell you don't bathe for two days. Come on, man. Your girl looking at you. She know you don't look like that. She know you ain't got no edge up, but then you come in the house with all that makeup on your forehead. She looking at your ass like, this nigga got all more makeup than me. Well, well damn. Come on, man. That ain't how it's supposed to be done. Just come sit down and get you a nice haircut and let me fade all that shit in and make you look like you're supposed to look. I'm not dealing with that. And you bald-headed on the top, bruh. Stop playing. You ain't even got no hair up there. Talk about you want your hair braided. Man, your hair gonna look like stitches. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got no hair on your head. And I'm telling you, that's why I don't make me try to argue with you because you don't never want to let stuff go. That's why you can't get ahead in life. You won't let shit go. Like, let, let, let that hair go, man. You bald-headed in the top, man. You got potholes in your lawn, man. Come on, man. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't doing that no more, man. Hey, coming up in here with all these crazy demands and stuff, man. And listen, when I tell you that it won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol, that's just me sprinkling a little bit of truth on it. It's only going to stain if your shit ain't together, baby. Yeah. Come on, come on. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is another episode of Tay Barber and Presents Chop It Up. We are talking about drugs today. You know, drugs have its, has its place and we all use them. We all use drugs. We are all drug users and drug abusers. <laughs> That's right. According to my explanation, there's a drug out there that you're on 
whether you like it or not. Um, but it's going to be a great episode today, man. I went and did some, you know, research, got some information and wanted to add this stuff. But I think this is a very important topic to get into because, you know, drugs play a major part in our lives. And, you know, until we have a better understanding of how drugs work in our lives, we're going to be dealing with this. So this is an opportunity for us to air out the drug conversation and get it in. I'm glad y'all joining in and everything. If you know, I have been on stage doing my comedy and things like that. I actually love doing that. You know what I'm saying? Grabbing some material I'm working on, trying to get it tight and get it right so I can, you know. You know, it's like doing comedy is like, you know what I'm saying? You got to write yourself a funny script and you got to memorize it. And I'm actually, I've written me a nice script. I'm just memorizing and making sure I can convey it in the funniest manner possible. And that's what open mics are for. Practice saying it in front of people. Because you can say it all day if you want to, but you got to get in front of them folks and say it and make sure you can make it stick like that. But yeah, I'm, I've been up to that and everything. Shouts out to everybody tuning in and everything. I did re-record my uh, intro song. I think it was well overdue. And I'm gonna probably do that every every re-record it again after every uh after um you know in front of every episode. So again, strap up, man. We got a good informative uh conversation about drugs today. So, you know, again, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. And again, welcome. Tate Barber presents Chop It Up. That's right, it's happening. We getting back here in the game. The world is opening up. The coronavirus is thinning out, and it's time for you to get that cut. Come on down and get with the Blend Master. That's right, Tate Barbering, the Blend Master. That's me. You can hit me up anytime. Area code 313-953-7326 for all your haircut questions, needs, and ideas. I'm the person you need to see, so you know you need to get with me. Holla at your boy. That's right. Take barbering. What's happening? What's happening? We back with another episode of Tate Barbering Presents Chop It Up. I want to talk about drugs today. You know what I'm saying? Drugs have a major effect on us. A major effect on us. And it's important that we understand, you know, some of the basics about drugs. And I mean, I'm, and drugs have a couple of definitions. All right, and the first definition about of drugs, since a plural noun, and it says a medicine or other substance which has a physiological effect when ingested or otherwise introduced into the body. A new drug aimed at sufferers, like you know, a drug is like a, 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 they they clinic they they define it as some sort of medicine, something given to you to help you. You know what I'm saying? They're giving it to you to help you. This drug helps you. I mean, you got painkillers and suppressants. Those are the, the ones that you're going to get uh, uh, prescribed to you over the counter. Painkillers are just that. I mean, you hurt a knee, you blow an ankle, uh, you hurt your back hurting. Uh, painkillers, you take a pill. And it just takes the pain away. I mean, and by it taking the pain away, you're supposed to act as if you don't have this injury so that you can use the proper mechanics in that particular area 
for development or, or, or healing development, developmental, developmental healing, developmental healing. You know what I'm saying? That's what's supposed to happen when you give somebody a painkiller. Take the pain away. Because if you limp with a pain, you can affect something else. Your body's meant to walk in a certain manner. And if you're favoring uh, illness or pain, it could throw off your posture. You know what I'm saying? In so many ways. And I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. So painkillers have their place in the drug world because I mean a lot of people a lot of people deal with painkillers painkillers like arthritis broken bones they quick to give you painkillers painkillers can be addictive it can be addictive I believe that the barges were uh, a singing group that got addicted to pills I mean I think the way the story was told one of the brothers had a toothache. I'm not going to say who, but he had a toothache, went, got his tooth fixed, and then they gave him some of the painkillers for that. Painkillers come in narcotics, and they are very strong, certain ones, because they're made for certain levels of pain. I don't understand how they give you five painkillers for five different levels of pain or five different areas suffering through pain, but they do that. Excuse me, I'm, I'm kind of tired, but yeah, so... And, 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 and had me yawning in my conversation. I'm trying to avoid these yawn. But yeah, so the drugs that they give you for painkillers can be addictive because although they do get rid of the pain, some painkillers have a, a euphoric effect, meaning it gives you a feeling that affects your body. You know, you some like muscle relaxers. If you got a tense muscle, you take a muscle relaxer, and it's gonna make your body weak and make you fall asleep. You know what I'm saying? And people can get addicted to stuff like that. And next thing you know, you pop a painkillers. And when I used to, when I used to play basketball back when I was like 25, I was a basketball junkie. I mean, I'm talking about I'm playing all day, every day. Come down on a rebound and roll my ankle. I'm gonna sit up in the emergency room. They got me wrapped up to my knee. You know what I'm saying? And then they mess around and give me some 800 milligram Motrin. They give everybody Motrin in the military, shoot. Because Motrin is one of the best painkillers for the pain. 800 milligrams, I make me, and I was, and I beat and took like, if, 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 I, if I roll my ankle Saturday and sit up in the emergency room Saturday afternoon, get wrapped and taped up and they're going to give me some, a bottle of 800s. By Wednesday, I'm back on the court because I'll pop two, put on some tight shoes and I go out there and limp up and down the court till I can't feel it no more. But that be for like, you know, arthritic illnesses. And, and, and that just, it goes from the ankle, but then once you get it, you take it and you feel like I don't have no pain. So where you had a bad ankle, but you still had a bad knee and a bad back and a bad shoulder, you pop that 800, you ain't gonna feel none of that. And for a basketball junkie, that's a great thing. A, a couple days after you roll your ankle down in professional sports, they get shots. I heard it's, I think it's called cortisone shots, which is directly to the issue, putting that juice on it, almost like the stuff they put on your teeth when you get your teeth done. The uh, Novocaine. 
that stuff is powerful. And NFL players get doped up and head right up out of there. So those are painkillers. And that's a very addictive drug, period. Because a lot of people get painkillers, take a couple. Once they stop feeling the pain and they start feeling good, they still got a bunch left. So the painkiller is to aid in you, you know, developing better mobility after this illness or after this injury. So the painkiller, like I said, is supposed to make you move around better, talk better. I'm sorry, walk better and, 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 you know, act like you ain't never been hurt. And that's the thing. It gives you that feeling and that's an addictive feeling. And the problem is you have a few left over that you say, I'm going to use this next time my back hurt. Or somebody come to you telling you they hurting. You, they, they tell you that they're hurting. You can give them one and, you know, they'll be feeling. But either way, you just have them because later on something else might get hurt. And you might not want to go to medical to tend it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just because this is how the military was. And people was junk, pill junkies in the military. And that shit fucks up your stomach lining. You know what I'm saying? People get stomach cancer. They say, you too... Eat something when you take that shit so it'll have something to absorb. If not, you 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 burning away the lining of your stomach. That's burning away the lining of your stomach. Because that's that's a pill and it ain't, you know, and if you you know you could do a little research and understand. I'm not gonna give you the scientific breakdown of the side effects, take too many painkillers. I'm trying to talk about the idea of the addiction to the drug. You know what I'm saying? So all of that being said, you know, you got suppressants also. So I'm, I'm going to go on to suppressants. Suppressants are just like they sound. You get a suppressant for a cough or a sneeze uh, because you can still have a cold and still be going through the cold. Dealing with your sniffles, your chest cold, your head cold, your sinus infect, your sinus cold, or, you know what I'm saying? Whatever type of cold you got that gives you that doggone aggravating cough, they have suppressants for it. And like for colds, they got like uh, cough syrups, Robitussin, uh, NyQuil, and you know, that has a lot of alcohol in it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times you get a suppressant like a cough syrup, it coats the irritated part of your throat that is causing you to cough. And it's 10% alcohol, so it's going to make you sleepy. And they got all that in it to make you sleepy. So you take a cough syrup. You're taking cough syrup trying to deal with um, this cough and it's putting you to sleep. They even got so to the point where they got a suppressant for daytime relief, where the Dayquil, same thing. You got this aggravating cough and a cold is a process. You know what I'm saying? This aggravating cough is getting on your nerve. So you start sipping and drinking on NyQuil and Dayquil. NyQuil at night, Dayquil in the day. Still ain't ate no oranges or nothing like that. Still ain't did nothing other than that. You thinking, well, this is medicine. They do that, and I'm sure it does relieve it because it, it, the, cold, the 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 cold, the mucus has to eventually come up out of you. Once it's out of you, it's out of you. But as long as it's in you, you're gonna be coughing that shit up and spitting it out. You know what I'm saying? But the suppressant 
soothes your throat and helps you sleep at night or soothes your throat, eliminates the cough during the day in two, three hour spells. You know what I'm saying? And that too can be addicting because that's not necessarily fixing the problem. That's just suppressing it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, suppressants, like I said, they have their addictions, they have their purposes, but they don't, they are not the cure. There is no money in the cure of any illness. Shout out to Chris Rock. The money ain't in the cure. If 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 you got a cold and I gave you a pill that made the cold go away, then how much money is Dimatap losing? NyQuil, Robitussin, and all those other big name and small name pharmaceutical companies that make suppressants. You know what I'm saying? That's why they make suppressants. If you think you got somebody that can go into a lab and use his chemistry set and put together the perfect drink to make your cough stop, help you sleep the best sleep ever, and, you know, make it last for four hours, then, you know what I'm saying, you put that in the drink and you make that, that's valuable. Sell it for $7. It's valuable. Everybody gonna buy it out. You know what I'm saying? It's it, hell. It fights. It, it suppresses COVID. <laughs> From what I've heard, you got that COVID shit going on. Take a little night quick. You gonna go to sleep? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I, first of all, let me be clear. I do not recommend drugs of any kind, suppressants or uh, pharmaceuticals of any kind. I, you know, I'm not really trying to talk so much about me, but. I don't take pills. If I got a cold or a cough, you know, I'm, I'm a Dr. Sabi guy. I'm a Dr. Sabi guy. I'm straight greens, alkaline, oranges, or, or any other type of vitamin C I can get in my system to fight this shit. Shout out to Mucinex. Mucinex is a, is a pill that eliminates the mucus. And like Dr. Sabi said, all sicknesses and disease can be cured by a plant on this earth, whether it be a piece of fruit, a vegetable, any a plant, a root, or whatever. They are specifically plants that do this and help you with these illnesses. God wouldn't have gave you illnesses and not gave you something natural to cure it. But the money, if the world knew that you can cure the common cold with lemons and oranges or anything citrus, that, that anything that produces citrus, you know how much money these pharmaceutical companies would fucking lose? If you under, if they understood, if, if word got back that, yo, I ain't gotta spend $7 on no doggone uh, NyQuil. I just go spend, you know, that same $7 on oranges and, and other vegetables and fix me a solid diet to help me with that. Now you can go down, I gotta, you can go down a list of all the, 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 the greens and what they help you with and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's out there. All you guys just go look it up. Now, I actually have a, I actually have a chart of all the vegetables, the greens, the red. Let me see if I can find it. I have a, a chart of all those things that um, show you how they help your immune system and help you build up. Because that's what this is about. You want to eat the vegetables and the fruits and everything to build up an immune system to fight off any 
airborne pathogens or any hand-passed diseases or anything that could get you sick. You know what I'm saying? So you want to counter, you want to go against that. Now they say, okay, let me see. Daily, okay, the daily drink for weight loss. Morning, you got your strawberries. Mid-morning, you got uh, carrots and orange juice. Lunch, you got bananas and pineapples. Noonday, you got your greens. Evening, you got your blueberries. Those are the things that help you with, if, if you keep your, 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 your diet aligned with those type of things, it'll have its effect you know what i'm saying and there's a few other things but my point is you have to eat your vegetables and stuff and and, and have a, a properly alkaline body alkaline is comes in water man alkaline water is a a type of water now i learned that the chemical the chemical in alkaline can fuck up your kidneys so you have to be moderate about how you do that. You can't just over alkaline yourself because you can have kidney problems too. You know what I'm saying? So understanding by just looking all this shit up on YouTube or just listening to me on my pop my podcast, Tay Barman Presents Shop It Up, you'll get this information and you'll know how to go about it. But most importantly, you need to understand that the value in your vegetables you know, that's changing because, you know, I don't know. They, they outlawed some of the doggone uh, seeds. They outlawed, they, they outlawed all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Just to make sure that people um, get the proper... So that they just can't take advantage of that because once you start growing your own food, then you control what you consume. A lot of that stuff is tampered with, but I don't want to get off into that. All I'm saying is, if you into, if you got illnesses, drugs are made to keep you addicted. Drugs are made to keep you addicted, so that you need the drug. You're not. You, you, why would you need a drug? Why would you need a drug if it's not healing you? Why would you continue to take a medication that's not healing you? It's just suppressing pain. That's not a really, that's that's what a drug is. It's not here to fix you. It's just here to put a Band-Aid on the illness. Now, you got to pay one of the doctors to fix that shit. But as long as you got it, we got something for you to take to make sure it don't fuck up your day type shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But this will do. You can afford this drug easier than you could afford this particular procedure by a doctor. So you'll get the drugs and handle the drugs. Next thing you know, you on this drug. How many people you know do that? I mean, we all know somebody that overindulges in, in medication. Now, you know, drugs can also be used in a negative way. You know what I'm saying? Because you also, so, so, so here again, but one more thing before I go on to the bad side of the drugs, I want to talk about the ones that you choose for yourself. You got the painkillers and the suppressants. Those are the things that are given to you by a doctor. What the fuck? Really? So yeah, given to you by a doctor to prescribe to you, to keep you addicted to it, to help put a band-aid on here that you're going to continue to need. But then there are other drugs that we choose for ourselves because of our own need to feel good. Some people use weed as a drug. 
You know what I'm saying? The euphoric feeling behind hitting weed is something. As they say weed is healing in a certain way, but it's still smoking and it has its negative effects. Alcoholism is a drug. Okay? It's legal, but that's worse than weed. But they make that legal because they can tax that. Weed ain't legal because they ain't figured out a good way to tax that shit. I mean, they didn't figure it out and they ain't working their way around to getting everybody legal weed. But does that mean they're going to fuck with the weed? Who knows? But it's a drug. One that's chosen by the, you know, because you can get weed prescribed by doctors. That is a choice in some situations because weed has, you know, uh, cancer curing illness. Uh, you know, it has cancer. They say it got cancer curing effects as well as arthritic uh, soothing effects. But marijuana is is, is, a, is a cool drug. You smoke it and you chill. It might make you a little hungry. Maybe make you a little, you know, lazy. But, I mean, it's nothing bad about it. I ain't never heard nobody go out and kill nobody on weed. I ain't heard nobody crash their car because of weed. I ain't heard nobody beat their kids and beat their family because of weed. I heard the opposite, though. I heard people make better decisions on weed because weed slows down the thinking process for you to process shit better. And it may be something needed if you one of them people that don't like to slow, that need to slow down. So, you know, they give they give marijuana off for a few things, you know, at the, at the, at the um, doctor's office. But, you know, you got to be one of the, you know, one of the people that know how to get it and, you know, and understand that you can get it. But if the weed ain't legal in your state, they only giving you pharmaceuticals and pain uh, painkillers and suppressants okay another drug is your relationship your relationship can be a drug that you choose for yourself a good girl or a good guy in your life loving on you make you know sexing you and stroking your ego that's a drug we choose we choose another person in our life because we want somebody to make us feel good and then you know that's only gonna last for so long and then you're gonna say well i need to get somebody else because this person stopped this this drug ain't working no more but it worked enough to get me in a situation that i can't quite walk away from so what do i do i go get another girl or another guy that becomes the drug the other guy or girl, if you're a man, the other woman becomes a drug. Or if you're a girl, the other guy becomes a drug. Maybe this guy, you know, fucks you better. Maybe this girl fucks you better than the one that you're with. And, you know, you make that your priority. That becomes a drug. Because you're addicted to the, the excitement of the other relationship. You're addicted to the difference in, you know, feeling based upon how you treat it in both situations, you're addicted to that. That alone is a drug that a lot of people deal with because that's probably one of the most common drugs. The cheating, cheating is a drug. So I would say, I don't wanna keep saying the other man or the other woman, but the word cheating is a drug because to, for whatever reason, you gotta go find you another significant other it's a it's a gratifying feeling if you go through with it and become you know in a situation with it that's that's a drug if you don't have control over it it can fuck you up and most importantly you don't need that 
depending on how you look at it. I mean, you know, polygamy is one thing, but I'm just saying, if you're in a committed relationship with one person and you decide to go outside of that relationship and secretly get another person or not secretly, publicly, Ayo, I'm going to go bring another girl to the relationship. You get that too, girls and guys. Guys that bring another dude to the situation to, to, to smash like a threesome and vice versa, you know? Um, or it's just, hey, man, you know I got me another girl across town. Bitch, stop tripping. We just here to raise these motherfucking kids type shit. You got all kind of, that's a drug because that's what I need to deal with your shit. Because you ain't fucking no more. Or, or 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 you 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 don't like fucking no more or we didn't beef so much we don't fuck no more we don't even talk what we don't need whatever drew hill was singing about we don't even fuck no more then you got then you got um i mean and again these are all things that you use to pacify yourself then you got some people shop Shopping is a drug. I got a shoe fetish. And I'm telling you, it's worse than a drug habit because it costs me way more than my weed do. You know what I'm saying? To get the shoes I want all the time. I got a shoe. You got some people with money, 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 money. That, like these NBA players and football players. So I heard a football, uh, NBA player said we lost the championship. Oh, no, our team was so sorry that the only thing I could do to make myself feel good was go shopping. And I was like, damn, shopping is a drug. Ask some of these women. They love to go shopping to make themselves feel better because buying, people believe they're buying themselves things that make them feel better has an euphoric effect that they love and, and can't wait to be involved in. And I guarantee you, if everybody got $20 million, they'd be drugged out on shopping too, for real. One more that's important, your entourage. Some people need a team of yes men and women around them to justify their bullshit. That's a drug. If you, and, I, and I'm telling you, it's called a drug because of the negative effects that it could have. You know what I'm saying? The other woman could have a negative effect. The other man can have a negative effect. The other, the weed can have a negative effect. Alcohol can have a negative effect. Buying too much shit and blowing your fucking money on unnecessary shit is probably one of the worst drugs out there and so everybody do it you ain't got to be rich to do it you don't have to be rich to blow your motherfucking money so that's a drug you know what i'm saying entourage is a bunch of motherfuckers around you letting you do dumb shit your agent letting you spend money your 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 your, your inner circle letting you cheat on your wife and your girlfriend and your boyfriend and your husbands and shit if they ain't checking you that's a bad drug you 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 need you know what I'm saying? The drug, that drug is not here to help you. It's here to pacify you. You chose these drugs. You chose the weed. You chose the alcohol, the side piece, the purchases, the entourage. Acceptance is a drug. Acceptance. N needing to feel wanted and cared for and to be a part of something. That's why you got motherfuckers that's going through these doggone hazing scenarios to get in fraternities and shit. Because they feel like they have to belong. They need to fit in. And this is the only way I'm gonna fit in. Is go in here and let these dudes haze me until they tell me I've had enough and let me join. 
and, and people accept a lot of physical, verbal, and emotional abuse all in the name of acceptance. They take all kinds of abuse in the name of acceptance. I mean, everybody knows somebody that's a flunky just because he want to be around. And I say flunky not because you the dirty nigga carrying the pistol and the weed for the money nigga. No, that's not, that's, that's a job. That's a job for every nigga with money. I suggest you get a dirty nigga, a nigga that got, maybe he might have a record. You know what I'm saying? Preferably a guy with no kids and tell him like, nigga, your job is to knock a nigga out. Not necessarily knock a nigga. Let me take that back. But you definitely going to get the weed. All right. You definitely carrying the pistol. All right. You definitely, you know, moving my holes around for me. You definitely doing that. You definitely going to get the liquor. You driving. You the dirty nigga. You the dirty nigga. I'm not touching shit. I ain't even saying shit. You go, I'm going to be texting you all night what to do because I don't want no parts of this shit. That's what the dirty nigga for. So he's a job. That's a responsible person. His job ain't to tell you yes. His job is to goddamn send you on your way. Corner man. His job is to keep your hands clean so that the money don't get fucked up. Uh, if it's a fight breakout, the dirty nigga got to make sure he hook off and, and beat ass. Yeah, you got security to keep people from fucking with you. But if somebody's standing there saying, fuck you, bitch ass nigga, and you can't really do nothing because it'll fuck up your situation and your clout and your endorsements and your, your, your benefits of being who you are as the money nigga, you got to have a dirty nigga that you can wink at or pull your ear like you're trying to get somebody to steal third to go over here and eye jam me this motherfucker. You being disrespectful? Wop, 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 wop. The dirty nigga can bounce. If the dirty nigga get locked up, you get that nigga out of there. And you make sure he's straight. That's what the dirty nigga for. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's not a drug. That is a major... Everybody need that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just That's just some OG shit. I'll tell you, yo. Have a nigga to do your dirty work. Don't get your hands dirty doing that. You the money. But the entourage, you know what I'm saying? They got valuable people. But sometimes... And I use the term entourage because... Everybody, you know, that feels they need a crew of people around them, that's the proper term for entourage. And entourage, like I was stating, is supposed to be, like I said, a dirty nigga, your manager, your agent. Your manager schedules your schedule. Your agent brokers your deal, uh, uh, talks your deals, uh, uh, and has, preferably has connections. Your manager got you know business connections but your agent has money connections and you know deal connections you know what i'm saying you got your security you got your uh agent your manager your your, your, your dirty nigga you need your publicist a person to whisper in your ear tap you on your shoulder to make sure you saying the right thing if they got questions coming, your publicist is going to word it the proper way for you. Make sure you don't say no dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't call nobody the F word. You know, don't call nobody no faggot. And don't cuss the wrong person out. This is who you're talking to. He's the guy that does that when these people walk up on you. And who does this do? Yes. Yeah, the publicist should know all of that. 
She should be like a buffer. They should be like a buffer to keep you from dealing with a lot of the stuff. Because you're the brain and the t- your brain as a because your brain as a talent or the money dude, as I stated, should be only dealing with your art. You know what I'm saying? LeBron only does basketball. He got people that do everything else. He may speak, but trust me, somebody wrote that. When he has to deliver a speech, when he's talking after the game, somebody wrote that too because they definitely pr- uh, practice those rebuttals. So that's important too. So the entourage, it, it can be a drug if you don't have that shit set up right. A lot of niggas be entourage, your manager trying to fuck bitches, your, your, your agent trying to make side deals behind your back, your security sipping on liquor and trying to fuck hoes, you know what I'm saying? Your dirty nigga, high, and he ain't being dirty, he just high. Your job as a dirty nigga ain't to be high. You need to be as aware of, as you have to be more aware than the nigga you the dirty nigga for. Cause you gotta see shit the dirty nigga can't, the regular nigga can't see. You gotta be watching for haters. You gotta be watching for that one nigga gritting in the back. And you might even have to be off, off, out the way. You can't be in the picture with him either. You gotta be off in the cut watching from a third eye view. You know, about a hop, skip, or to jump away from the shit. But enough where people know who you with. They don't know who you with, but they know you there type shit you know what i'm saying so i say the right entourage is good the wrong but an entourage can definitely be a, a drug it's one that you choose for you and it ain't always gonna create negativity unless you pick the wrong person so and i'll also say i'm I and mean, to add with acceptance acceptance is major too because the acceptance game is real we wouldn't have instagram facebook and youtube i i if we if it wasn't about acceptance you know you got uh people on there doing wild shit not the comedians and the actors doing their skits i'm talking about just some of the things that you know is not necessary that people are doing for the attention and the more likes you get these people like bum fights or like people that do pranks or people that that go out and 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 you know, do unnecessary stuff for likes. You know, you got women that's on, on, you got women, beautiful women, beautiful women, not the models. I'm talking about the hoes, the ones on that motherfucker with their pussy right up on the goddamn camera, shaking their ass and, you know, damn near naked, showing you their pussy, you know, titties hanging out. You know, ass clapping. I mean, we all love it. But why is she doing it? I don't know. Is she doing it for likes? She want people to like it? Or is is she really getting something out of that on the other end? So I'm not really one to judge that. And these women out here being uh, bedroom strippers. But what I will do is say those acceptances and crazy things that people do for likes that is the problem that's a problem if you don't have it under control and you're degrading yourself and embarrassing your family and you got kids like at come a certain age when you just shouldn't do certain shit as an adult you got kids i mean like you know you know strippers you know i respect what strippers do i get it 
But when you got a kid in high school and your mama is at the fucking strip club showing her your teacher her pussy, you know, that's fucked up. You doing it for your own personal gain. Fuck the kids. That, you know, that type of hustle money, that could be a drug too. Money is a drug big time. You and this motherfucker chose to hustle for the money's sake. And then once you start feeling the money, it becomes a drug. Now you are actually violating a lot of stuff just to get money. You violating a lot of situations. You breaking laws and all this shit for, for, for money. The drug is the money and your behavior is like, a, you know, is your, your whatever I got to do to get it. Behavior is the negative effect of the drug. You know what I'm saying? Now you, you know, you, you sucking dick in a car in an alley or stripping or not necessarily stripping like, you know, not stripping. In a, I don't want to offend strippers, but you know what I'm saying? You doing it for the love of the money, but you got kids that's old enough to say, mom, what the fuck you doing? And you create another generation of strippers. If your daughter see it and she's motivated by it, that's how the drug get out of hand. If you if you strip it and shake the little ass, send a little pussy around on the side that make a couple ends meet, yeah, that's your own you taking your own situation and handling it your own way. And it don't become a drug until it's being misused or mistreated, right? So. That's how I, I, those are some things I look at as, as selecting your own drugs. And sometimes self-medication is good. It's good. It's always good for you, but there are effects that there, there, there are, um, there are side effects that affect more people than just the person taking a drug. So I, I, I'll say that I, I'll say it like that. And, and that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So, but then you got another um, let me see. You got another definition of drugs. It's the verb definition. To uh, administer a drug to someone in order to induce stupor or insensibility. They were drugged to keep them quiet. That's when you get drugged. That's when, I mean, why would someone drug? That's when you get drugged. When you get drugged, somebody gave you something in order to induce a stupor or insens insensibility, that's drugs. See, the stupor is when somebody spike your drink. Now, young ladies, this happens to ladies a lot. You get your drink spiked and now you drunk and you got a little bit of ecstasy in your system. So now you super horny and this nigga know he put the drug in your system. He just gonna take the pussy. He just gonna take the pussy. And that's what normally happens or, or drug you to where you pass out and go to sleep. And then somebody rob your ass, take all your money, grab your purse, or grab your wallet or run your bankroll and your jewelry and all that stuff. That's what happens when you get drugged and pass out. You know what I'm saying? Why would someone why would someone drug you other than to take advantage of you for sex or money or some sort of manipulation? Manipulation, that's a drug thing. To be manipulated, 
You know, it's going to take a drug to, to aid in that. Whether it's smooth talking, whether it's, you know, like Teddy Pendergrass had a song called, uh, 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 how that song go? When he like, what's his name? He was talking about giving a girl liquor. Come on and go with me. That's what he's singing. Yeah, Come on over to my place. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Come on and go. That's what, that's what Teddy P was doing. And if you listen to it, she like, uh-uh. In the beginning, like, nah, nah, nah. Come on over to my place. It'll be all right. Just me and you work things out. Come on and go with me. I don't know. The girl starts saying, I don't know. Come on over to my place. Well, maybe for a little while. Eventually she goes. And then the next song is, close the door. Let me give you what you've been waiting for. And that's when you bring in close the door. So again, you got a... And I'm not saying Teddy Pendergrass was drugging motherfuckers, but you know, when somebody try to drug you, they'll use liquor. You know, you think you getting a wine cooler. This motherfucker that slips you a Long Island iced tea. Pills. They put pills in drinks. They put, they make you take a pill or they, they, they sap, but they figure out a way to get that pill over there to you. I remember one time I got into, I almost got manipulated by weed. Somebody tried to, I, early in my weed days, you know, say a few years ago, smoking weed, and I got real—I was really influenced by it. And somebody decided to start an argument with me and try to run money out me. I'm like, what? And I really couldn't verbally defend myself because my wits were distracted by, by the potency of this weed, and I really couldn't even argue back. So, just like certain companionships, certain relationships. Let's say. <clears throat> You are a shy person or someone that is not as popular as someone else. And you, this popular person sees that you want more attention or you're, 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 you're eager to get, you know, acquainted with more people or he, they realize you need some more exposure. So they use their relationship with you so that you can get popularity and you get so drunk with the popularity, this person is taking advantage of you in another way. You know what I'm saying? The situation is beneficial to you because you get to meet more people. But this person is going to want some of this or some of that or one of these or one of those or something. I don't know. It's going to be something that they're going to, they're going to need something from you for a popular person to push up on you and try to get you to be down with them. They're going to want something from you. That's a transactional situation. It happens. It happens all the time. You know what I'm saying? So you can't be, you guys, then, then, then some people use sex as your drug. Boy, if you got that fire, if you got that fire and you able to put it down the right way, that could be a drug. That could be a drug. That, that could be a drug. You got dudes that lead their families because they found some good kitty cat. Then you got chicks that lead they dude because they found some good magic stick. 
And they just leave everything. I got to go. You ain't even hitting it right. This dude hit it right. And then when you get with these people because of their good sex, now nah, they going to find out what they want from you. Trust me, they didn't use sex as a weapon before. And they're going to use that shit on you for whatever you got. Because they're not going to waste their sexual advantages on people that don't have anything to offer. That's why beautiful women be charging niggas to fuck with them. Women be wanting niggas to be paying them to be in a relationship. Like, bitch, what? But that's a drug. Because somebody did it. So they're going to want somebody to keep doing it. And that's who you've been elected as. That's not good at all, man. That's not fair either. So, um, and these are just, like, people would say pimps. The pimp game is a drug. The excitement for the dude, but the woman, the manipulation that she's exposed to by the promises that this nigga is offering her for her loyalty and stupidity you know what i'm saying i'm getting i'm talking you into going out here fucking that dude and then take his money that he's going to pay you for fucking him and bring it all to me every dime i need about three thousand a night if you a woman that's then you go to that's illegal so if you're walking around doing that and bringing the money to somebody else you're under the influence of a drug you're un, you're in a stupor because of a drug now it could be the drug of the need to be a hoe or it could be under the drug it could be the drug of needing it could be the drug of that man's uh that man's manipulative that man's manipulative words that encourage you to go out there and even be like that you know what i'm saying so all this these are drugs that people use to put on you now, I hope I made a little bit of sense with that because now I want to talk about a couple of good drugs. Proper diet is a good drug. Eating fruits, vegetables, those are good drugs because fruits and vegetables are here to help you. It helps you keep your digestive tract flowing the right way. It keeps your, uh, it keeps everything where it needs to be. It gives you the proper healing for whatever illnesses you may find in the world. You got to plant for it right vegetables all you got to do is do a little bit of research you got vegetables and then your soul food and i'm talking about the things that you feed your body that's a good drug the proper books my podcast tape barber presents chop it up that's a good drug these are the things that help you build your spirit and, and, and help you develop mentally and spiritually and emotionally these are the good drugs your your diet which is full of fruits and vegetables and a decent moderation of assorted meats, whatever you choose, vegetables and fruit. If it got seeds, it's a fruit. And that's just the law. Look that up too. Your fruits and vegetables, that's a good drug. Soul food, which is considered the things that you feed your mind, body, and spirit, like your playlist, your book list, your movie choices, uh, uh, your conversational choices, your friend choices. These are all food. These are all soul food drugs that you can use to help build your your spiritual immunity. Being around negative people going to make you negative. If you hang around nine broke friends, you're bound to be the 10th one. 
uh, uh, birds of a feather flock together. You know what I'm saying? If you're the smartest motherfucker in the room, you're the wrong room. All these things work together to help and help in, help the, the 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 development of your soul. So that's a good drug. Your fruits and vegetables that's good for your body, your system. Water, waters are dry. I try to drink a gallon of water a day. I'm down to about a half. I still got a few more hours left in the day. Sunlight is a good drug. I'm not saying the drug in the sense of having to keep moving to where it's sunny, but when there is sun outside, go get you some. Walk around, let it hit your face. That means don't cover your face with a bunch of makeup and don't cover your motherfucking hair with a bunch of hair because your head needs the sun too. The sun works with melanin. The sun hit. I used to when I used to rock my fro. Now that I do have it back. When I rock my fro, I put my man-made oils in it, and then I take my hats off and I walk around and let the sun be the, do the photosynthesis to my hair, to my skin. Cocoa butter and sunlight, best thing popping. You know what I'm saying? That's if you got that six six six. If you ain't got that six six six, you might need sunscreen. And by 666, I know y'all think 666, you've been taught to believe that 666 is the doggone devil. No, but does the proper, does the exact amount of protons, neutrons, and electrons that make up melanin. It's the 666, that's right. So your 666, you need exactly what I told you. And that's who I'm talking to. So your sunlight, your good relationships, that's a big word right there. Because I could have just said relationships. Because we've talked about mental manipulation through relationships, companionships that are manipulative, sexual relationships that could be manipulative, you know what I'm saying? Entourages that could be poisonous. Acceptance can be poisonous. Likes can be poisonous. Side pieces can be poisonous. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, these are people. You know what I'm saying? But a good group of relationships will, will be... Uh, dressed in compliments, love, reassurance, positivity, encouragement. And these are the things that good relationships provide. Good relationships are going to make you want to be better. They're going to encourage you to be better. They're going to show you how to be better. Negative relationships just want you hurt. They don't want you to be better than them. They don't want you to have more than them. They just want you to be miserable like them. So that's a drug. Making sure you got the right people in your corner. A good corner, man, will make you believe you can beat anybody. Shouts out to all the corner men out there in them boxing rings, you know, encouraging these dudes to go out there in the ring and get all the way fucked up. Because you don't need a corner man when you're the man. And you know you're going to knock this bitch out. You need a corner man to talk you into getting in that motherfucker with his ass. So shots out to the corner man. That's a that's a that's a detriment. That's a good drug too. But they bring they bring confidence. But god dog it. They definitely do. So, you know, I feel like drugs have to be properly monitored and uh administered and distributed with the utmost care and concern. Any drug 
in the wrong hands can be a problem. You know what I'm saying? They always say everything in moderation. You know, too much of anything can be detrimental. So you got to be sure that you understand your doses. Doses are important. You know what I'm saying? You ever been around a motherfucker you love too long? What happened? You stop loving them. You stop loving them. You take too many, too many goddamn pills, your ass going to wake up dead. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So everything in moderation. And, you know, it's up to you to know yourself spiritually to know what your levels are. What levels of moderation do you need? What what levels of, 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 of you know, how much do I need? How many goddamn friends do I need? How many hoes do I need? How many, you know what I'm saying? You know, how long am I supposed to keep eating these oranges? You know what I'm saying? You got to understand when to see when the drug is working. Because it's going to work all the way up to the point to the start hurting. And, but it's going to be a quick switch. And you got to be able to have enough control over your consumption to make sure that you don't fall victim to the overdose. That's right. Because the overdose is, in most cases, could cause death. Death of death. It can cause death. If it's pills and suppressors, overdose will cause death of your life. Too much of the bad, too much uh, bad people around you can cause death of good situations and good relationships. You know what I'm saying? Look how Rockefeller went down. Too many niggas around that love Jay that wanted to do too much for Jay. Jay didn't even want to be bothered all you niggas. And he just walked away. Now it's just Jay. Where the mother niggas at? He had to cut him. So you got to know when to, 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 to administer drugs. You just can't be a drug junkie. You can't just go out and shop, 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 shop. You ain't Mayweather. You ain't Floyd Mayweather. You can't shop like that, man. You gonna that money gonna be gone. So you gotta know how to utilize your drugs and know when sh enough shopping. All right, I'm only gonna buy three pairs of shoes. Like I, I say, listen, I'm, I'm not buying no more shoes till my birthday. Cause I had enough shoes. I got shoes I ain't even worn yet. I'm just like, let me chill. So I understand my limits. And by the right soul food. And the right literature and understanding and, and, and a great knowledge of self, you will understand your limits with your drugs. So, you know, I feel like the conversation on drugs is important. And I think I needed to put a dose of the game out there on my point, my, my views on drugs out there for all the young people out there that may not be clear. It's right here on Tate Barber Presents Chop It Up. The proper way to handle your drugs. You dig what I'm saying? You dig what I'm saying? Listen, I appreciate your time. It's always good. Peace. As the summer months approach, our weather gets hotter and hotter. And the need for a strong air conditioning unit grows more and more every day. As these months go by, the last thing that you need to do is worry about your air conditioning unit. So at Takes Professional Services, we have professionals on standby 24 hours a day, seven days a week to service all of your appliance needs. That's right. Air conditioning, refrigeration, electrician. Any problem that you can have, you can call Tate's Professional Services, and we're there with A1 service, 100% guaranteed. That's right, EPA certified, and we are here to serve you. Tate's Professional Services, that's right, you can hit us up 
at area code 313-953-7326. I'm going to say that one more time. Area code 313-953-7326. This is a nationwide service for all of our people that may need any concerns about their air conditioning unit, appliances, electrical needs, etc. Takes professional services. And remember, there are contracts available if you just want to ease the burden of having to worry about that unit at all. Again, takes professional services. Check us out, hit us up, and get on board. Man, that was a lot of dope information. It was a lot of information. Uh, we talked about drugs and, you know, again, man, you know, the drug list can go on and on and on. I was speaking vaguely about the biggest, the biggest drugs in the game. But, you know, we, 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 there's a lot of drugs out there. So, you know, understanding how drugs work and how that, you know, affects us. We have to be mindful about the things that we consume or allow to consume us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, again, man, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Tay Barber Presents Chop It Up. Let me know what you think about it. Leave a comment, email, text, hit me up, inbox, anything. I just want to hit a feedback. I appreciate everybody else feed, get with the feedback and tuning in. Uh, we blowing up this year, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, again, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Tay Barber Presents Chop It Up. Peace, and we'll be back next time. Yeah. One more, one more again for you. Come on. Check this. Yeah, yeah. The blend masters in the building here to let you know I got the game on locked and I'm ready to flow. I'm blessed with health, wealth, and knowledge of self, yo. It's just a couple more things you need to know. I'm spiritually gifted, socially uplifted. Have you leaving here smarter than the clip that you kick it with? A certified baller that your man can't check. Keep hacking me, homie, and I'ma check your neck. I'm the king of the soft blends and two-top drop. And I be on it every day so the shit don't stop. Chop it up. It's the name of the show. Well, I break it all down and tell you how it go. I keep the mic smoking when I talk my shit. So tune in every week for the game I spit. I said I keep the mic smoking when I talk my shit. So tune in every week for the game I spit. It won't hurt till I hit them with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I. Till I hit it with the alcohol, it won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol, it won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt at all. Hurt at all. 
won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. Hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol. It won't hurt, baby. Nope. It won't hurt till I hit it with the alcohol.